hey, I build retirement plans for a living, right? I own Stonehill Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm where, you know, I spend time designing investment portfolios uh, for clients, but those are specifically for uh, most of the time retirement plans, right? So there's the occasional you know, account for legacy for kids or grandkids or college. But the majority of what I do is helping people build plans to reach their goals of financial independence, i.e. retirement. And so, uh, and I've been doing that for like 13 years. And so what I did was I said, okay, you know what, what are the, what are the eight most important parts to every plan, right? Every plan is different. Um, there's a lot of nuances, but I organized, uh, the eight critical parts of a plan, um, and I'll just list them out for you, right? First part is figure out the income needs, wants, and wishes. So a lot of times people are thinking of, you know, a retirement number uh, that's based off of how much money they're going to need to live, um, to be comfortable. But a lot of times it's hard to figure out one number for a lot of people. When you really dig deep, there's... There's a minimum lifestyle that you're going to need, right? You're going to have to have a certain amount of income uh, that's going to help you just be comfortable and not feel poor, right? Then there'll be wants, right? You may say, hey, uh, when we become financially independent, uh, these are my needs, but I may want to every quarter take a trip, uh, $5,000 on vacation, or I may want to be in position to move in my parents if I want to, or uh, I may want to you know, live somewhere that I've always wanted to live um, that I just haven't been able to live. So those are ideas of wants and it's subjective. Each client is different. Uh, <coughs> and then there's wishes. These are things that you just really wish you can do, right? It may be like not possible in your mind right now, but put it on there, plan it out and build it into the plan. So step one is organize the income needs for, uh, or the income for needs, wants and wishes. Uh, step two, how much money do you need uh, to create the different incomes, right? So you can build a plan to say, all right, if I do these things, if I invest this amount over this period of time, with this assumed return, I can hit my needs. How much do I need to do to hit my wants? And how much do I need to do to hit my wishes? And that will, and, if, and I found if you do that early on consistently over and over again, those wants and wishes become very realistic because you know exactly what's needed uh, for you to uh, accomplish those goals. Third, uh, which accounts do you put money into? This is real important. I meet a lot of people who skip this step in their retirement planning and they get to retirement and they're getting killed in taxes because they never thought of, hey, like which bucket should I actually save? And they just put money in their 401k where they just had money come out their check uh, for their TRS or pension or annuity or whatever it might have been, but they didn't think through when I get to retirement, how, how is all this stuff going to be taxed, right? And then I tr when I transfer some of this money at my, uh, you know, like when I go to be with the Lord, like how, does, how is all that taxed, right? So being strategic, thinking with the end in mind and working backwards will help you figure out which buckets you want to fill in first. And by buckets, I mean, you know, you got the taxable brokerage account. Uh, which has no restrictions. It's an investment account, no restrictions. Um, you can put as much as you want in there, but as you as your investments uh, are bought and sold and you realize gains, you, you pay a tax. 
then there's Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, uh, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, 401ks, deferred comp, uh, retirement annuities, all that are taxed differently uh, along the way, different restrictions on how much you can put into it, uh, and taxed differently when it's taken out or before, right? But you want to think through all that and plan ahead for how you want that income to come out in retirement, right? And it's not as, it's not as simple as saying, uh, it's not as simple as only focus on retirement because some of those vehicles have tax benefits today and I don't want to get in the weeds with all that. But the point is you want to be strategic and plan with the end in mind on which accounts you fill up first. Fourth, what types of investments do you want to own in those accounts? So if you have those accounts, right, if you have a Roth IRA, for example, the Roth IRA can own cash, uh, it can own mutual funds, it can own ETFs, it can own stocks, it can own bonds, right? So what's the investment mix uh, that's relevant for your goal and, and you know, what, um, what investments do you want to fit in there for the goal? So that's the uh, fourth step. Fifth step, how does everything fit together? Uh, quite a few people have other assets other than retirement accounts on their balance sheet that can be used for their retirement goal. They may have some rental property, they may own a business, they may have a primary residence uh, that they plan to get out of and use for retirement. Uh, they may have assets that they haven't even thought haven't even thought about. Right? They may want to work part time for a certain amount of years in retirement, but you want to include those into the plan. Uh, because a lot of times it reduces the amount of money that you can save or helps you realize your wishing, uh, want dreams. Um, so how does everything fit in uh, together? Uh, stress test. Stress testing is important, right? Stress testing is important. Stress testing is, it's tough for me to plan out seven days without something coming up unexpected. Imagine planning you know, 10 years or 20 years from now for retirement. And then your retirement, you're planning for a 20 or 30 year period of time where you're living on money. Almost, it's, it's just about almost guaranteed that something's going to go wrong in your assumptions. And so ahead of time, you can stress test the plan so you can say, hey, what if my return assumptions are off, right? What if inflation is higher or lower than what I expected? What if Social Security doesn't pay or doesn't pay as much, right? What if I'm, what if I die early? What if I become disabled now or in retirement? Um, but you want to stress test your plan and make sure that things work out. If the things that you can plan for in advance happen, it doesn't blow a hole in your plan. I almost never see that done uh, as well in a, in a retirement plan. Income strategies, right? When you get to retirement, which bucket do you tap first, right? If you have rental income, are we using that for the money we need in year one? Roth IRA income, and are we using that for the money we need in year one? 401k income, are we annuitizing? Right, there's lots of things you gotta think through as far as how you got this big pile of money and all these assets, then how do you turn it into income? Um, so that's important. And then the eighth part is you wanna continually adjust, right? When you build a plan, it's not a one-time deal. You're reviewing it at least every year, multiple times a year, and definitely when things that you plan on happen change. If you have a job change or your benefits change, you want to review the plan. Uh, if you need to tap some funds for whatever reason, you need to review the plan. If you make a unanticipated big lump sum into your accounts, 
you want to review the plan, but you want to continually do it before retirement and then definitely in retirement. I have clients that I'm that I meet with in retirement just to make sure, hey, we want to plan out, you know, 10, 20, 30 years in advance uh, to make sure that we're still on track for not running out of money, right? Always thinking, okay, what's the probability of you running um, out of money or you being on track with your plan? But those are the eight parts of a solid uh, plan for retirement, uh, in my opinion. Um, but as I always say, and let me grab the book and uh, read my disclosure. Hey, before I do that, look, uh, if you enjoyed this and you saw some value from it, like share it. Share, share this video. I'm going to post this on my podcast on iTunes and Spotify, or you can go to Podbean and listen to it. It's askphilip.philipwashingtonjr.com. Uh, but if you see value in it, share it and or share the podcast. Um, it helps get the word out. Uh, I do this uh, to educate people. Not everybody can hire a financial advisor right now. Not everybody's going to hire me. There might be somebody who's a better fit, but I want to share enough information for people to make an informed decision on what they're going to do uh, with their money. The information presented is for educational purposes and are not meant to be considered investment advice. Uh, it's not a solicitation or purchase of specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investing involves risk and no investment guarantee less so stated. Individuals listening to this podcast should speak with a qualified investment professional or tax professional. And um sharing some information. Y'all enjoy your day. Hey, by the way, one more thing. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, drop them in the comments or uh, tweet me at ask underscore Philip. Ask